Hello. Hi. This is Free Right. Welcome back. Yeah. We've decided um, for kickoff subjects, we have this book of writing prompts. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go off of that for, I'm opening, I'm flipping now to a random page. Okay. Oh, Maybe. let's do a little. Ooh, yeah. Did you yeah. hear the book? Yeah. They heard it. Okay. Random page. Now that's a, it's kind of lame. What is your favorite holiday? That <laughs> <laughs> is kind of lame. Uh, my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Why? Well, there's a lot of yummy food, and it's the only holiday that my family celebrates, so that that helps. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, and so it's a time of, like, all my family getting together. What about you? I think I like Thanksgiving, too. Yeah. Um, I also like Easter, but that's just because of marshmallow peeps. Ugh. And they're Nasty. delicious. Nasty. I think that you <clears throat> are missing a part of your soul, and that's why you think they're nasty. Oh. There's, a, there's more subjects in here we can go over. <laughs> uh, what nice. is something you want to see invented that would make people's lives easier? Do you have like a, have you ever had like a genius invention like Uber Eats Shuffle that comes into your head that would just like solve a problem? Well, I thought that my pro- I thought that my invention was pretty smart. There may have been it already created. My dad looked into it, but it's not created in the way that I was thinking Is it this should be invented. The sink? Yeah, the sink. You should go over that. <clears throat> so, uh the sink okay one the reason why i was inspired is because with kiddos it's always really frustrating for me as a nanny to like go to a sink and have to pick the kid up and like help them wash their hands and then like struggling to help them wash their hands with one hand and hold them with the other without them like without without me, like, crushing their stomach onto the sink, you know, like, which is always a problem. And the kids are, like, complaining. It's, it's such a pain in the butt. And so what I think, and also for taller people and shorter people living in the same house, I think it would be a really good idea for sinks to be mobile. So depending on who's at the sink, they can lift it or lower it um, and I feel like that could be accessible for everybody, including like disabled people to, you know, smaller people to larger people. And it's just like way easier. Yeah. Um, way of doing things. Yeah. I mean, the thing my dad made a good point of though, is that like, you have to make sure that <laughs> it is easy to create on mass that's the thing like you'd have to find a way to make so the material isn't so expensive that only people that are like super rich can afford it right so that's the only thing but i still think it's a good idea that'd be kind of a hard balance to do because you don't want it to be leaky you have to hook it up to plumbing i assume so well yeah i mean you have to like have the materials be good enough to where they're not going to leak but also not too expensive yep that's crazy but it's a good idea right 
Yeah. Yeah. And I liked the prototype that you made out of crushed up energy drink cans. Oh. <laughs> it was very that functional. It was very good. That didn't happen. Uh, <clears throat> I think my best invention is still the Uber Eats shuffle. Um, but I feel like, uh, was there something else that I came up with recently that I told you about that was a genius idea? <laughs> Not, not to like crush you. No. <laughs> I thought there was. There, there probably is. I've got a bunch of great ideas rattling. You should just in my start brain. writing them down. I should, and then, but see, that's how the government steals them as they go through our trash. Oh, but they're not listening to our podcasts. No. Well, they don't. <laughs> they don't have to. An algorithm does that. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, let's do another prompt. Uh, is the world today a better place than it was when you were a kid? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, this is, that's, that's a, a good question. It's a little better. Yeah, no, I like that one. Um, gosh, that's got so many layers to it. Yeah. I would say that, like, in some ways, yes. In other ways, no. Okay. I'd say the ways that it is better is um, rights, I would say, for, like all people yeah my my handwriting has gotten a lot better and i, no, I want to thank you for civil acknowledging rights. that <laughs> civil rights i mean my handwriting has also gotten better but that's not really is the world better that doesn't make the world better you know it's kind of a weird thing you'd think that handwriting would progressively get worse because now everybody types on a phone or on a computer nobody really well i don't i journal I mean, I handwrite stuff at work, but it's like... You handwrite stuff at home, too. This is true, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there has to be intention behind that. Um, so, yeah, I think better-wise, civil rights is one of those things that are getting better. Um, and I do think that there's some positives to technology that have been awesome. Um, medical advancements great um those make the world better downfall is i think that like and i think we're kind of coming full circle but uh one of the downfalls i think is just that like of technology and everything is that there's a lot less of this mm, simplicity of just like i don't have anything to do i'm gonna go outside and play and uh, like even when my brothers were like because you know you and me like our generation was kind of like the the teetering point we were born in 1992 and that was like the teetering point of um technology advancing enough that like kids could play with it and so we weren't quite able to get our hands on technology like that so we were still having to go outside and play and go ride our bikes and like find entertainment in different ways uh whereas my brothers by the time that my middle brother was like 10 there was computer games and video games were a lot more easily accessible so um my brothers would end up staying inside on a summer day instead of going outside and I always drove me nuts I felt like an old person I was like why don't you go outside it's so sunny so to 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 you <clears throat> a better thing to do uh 
would be to go outside and not stay indoors all day. Correct. Like, that to you is an objective, better thing. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think balance, it's less about, like, going outside instead of staying inside all day. And it's more about balance. It's the fact that, like, they would never go outside. It wasn't just, like, one day or one week or whatever, but it was, like, always choosing to stay inside and never getting fresh air. And, yeah, I think there's a balance of having, like, your technology fun and giving outdoors. Okay. That was that. Um, that would be the downfall that I see. So why why do you think that balance is important? Um, I think like biologically, like we just are. Our bodies are meant to like move and um, get exercise and not be stagnant for or stagnant is that the right word stationary for so long. Um, so health wise, I think that's majorly important um and i personally believe in like grounding on the earth and so just being in nature is like a very for me it's and and for others that i've you know talked to it's like a really great way to calm your mind naturally and so that has less stimulation and has and then it causes less anxiety and so it's good for your mental health, too. And so that's why I think that it's important to, like, get outdoors. Because for your mental health and your physical health, it's just better. I mean, yeah. To <clears throat> I see what you're saying. Have that. Yeah. yeah. I don't disagree with you. Uh, my head perked up a little bit just when you were saying that our bodies are meant to be outdoors. And I assume that and correct me if I'm wrong, I assume that what you're saying there is that there's a lot of healthy benefits to going outside. You don't actually think that, uh, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what you think. Do you think (laughs) that uh, our bodies were designed in some way to be continuously moving and that, like, we're literally meant to do that? Like, that is part of our purpose? Or uh, is... <clears throat> is what you meant just that it's healthier to to get some outdoors time um i think that for me what i meant was that like we are, it's like a just a balance just like we're, we're not meant to be sitting all the time but we're not meant to be go go going all the time either even mm. if you were like moving indoors I don't think it's as good, but I think it still um, still gets the point across. Just like I, I guess moving. I'm just curious about your choice of phrasing because the language, you know, is is throwing me off. Whether we're meant to do something, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you mean we should do something, or if you're saying that that's what uh, a higher power intended for us. Oh no. I'm not. I'm saying that our bodies were meant to, like, biologically. Like, like evolutionary. Yeah. I guess I'm just, I'm. you know what? <clears throat> I'm tripping over the verbiage too much. 
Yeah, apparently. Like, as per usual. Because, like, the f- I mean, if you think if you think about the phrase, we're not meant to X or we're meant to Y, I feel like what you're saying is there's an intended purpose for us and we can fulfill that. And so, Do you not think that we are, like, meant to move? I don't think that we're meant to do anything. This is just my personal opinion. I don't think there's... So the word meant to you means that, like, that's, like, a fulfilled prophecy? Is no, that what like, you think that That's, means? like, an intended. Like, if somebody hired you mm-hmm. to do the filing and you burned all of their files, they were like, what are you doing? You were meant to do the filing. Like, mm-hmm. you, this is what we... This is the purpose we set out. Mm-hmm. So it implies um, a, a purpose that each one of us has that we are fulfilling when we go outside. Like, we're meant to do that. Okay, what do you think a better word would be? I think just saying specifically why it's healthy that we go outside is fine. I don't think you need to shorten that. Or... (laughs) You'll have to forgive the coughing this episode because uh, there is something in the air that we are... (laughs) We're getting over. Yeah. Um... Something in the air we're getting over. I like that. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's fine to just say that we're getting over the Zika virus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any harm in that. <laughs> Zika virus. H1N1. Uh huh. That's what yeah. we're getting over. Totally. Anyway, that's what I thought of when you said <clears throat> that. Should we do another one of these prompts, or you want to continue on? No, go ahead. With your with talking about the the way that you structure your sentences. <laughs> Um, was that an entertaining was, thing for you to listen to? I think it was <laughs> you that was, uh... Uh, you have magic soap. What does it wash away? That's a fun one. That is a fun one. <laughs> Bad smells. I mean... That's not magic soap, Sienna. <laughs> <laughs> That's regular ass soap. <laughs> that was, like, the least creative thing you could have come up with for listen, soap. Listen, I am... I am... <laughs> gaining my my head back okay you know if i had magic soap i would wash away that stupid purple crayon those those purple crayon creations that little kid makes you know what? he draws things in purple crayon and you don't, don't, you know what i'm talking about i don't know what you're talking about i was about. making a joke about harold and the purple crayon the kids books oh okay he has a magic crayon and he he draws things and they come to life well, I'm sure somebody out there understands what you're talking about. So magic soap can get it off. You the just walls. referenced it to them. You need some magic soap to to get graffiti off of walls. Okay, yeah. Or magic soap to what does it wash away? Hmm. I don't know why, but my first instinct was to say sin. Uh, <laughs> I don't know That's why. That's religion for you. <laughs> uh, I have magic soap. <clears throat> Childhood upbringing. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm not being very creative with that one. I can't. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Maybe uh, you know people can email us if they. You you have magic soap. Yeah. What do you do with? Yeah. Please, if you want to answer any of these questions and send them to us. Pretty much what we're seeing is we're really desperate for your contacts. Freewritebryansienna so. at gmail.com, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, what's a memorable experience you've had at a hotel? 
<laughs> like, like, I have one that I'd like to talk about. <laughs> okay, there's a couple, but go ahead. Yeah, you I went um, to this hotel with a couple of my friends and their dog, and we were just supposed to be having a vacation. And it turned out that one of the suits of armor in the hotel was haunted. And through the process of this whole thing I won't even get into, this suit of armor chased us through the hotel, through the different doors. It was trippy. It was crazy. Um, and at the end of the episode, we, uh, <laughs> we pulled the mask and it was old man Jenkins. Oh, Scooby-Doo. In the suit of armor. In the suit of armor. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Do you have any actual real ones? Because that was a TV show. I know. How, how long did it take you to figure out I was talking about Scooby-Doo? Right away. Right away? Was no, it actually. Was it a group of friends and a dog that, that um, gave it away? To be honest with you, it wasn't until Oldman Jenkins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't really have any. Hotels are kind of fun to stay at, but I don't really have anything super memorable. Um, one of them was I went with my friends to a hotel and we may have um did some some smoking of some kind inside the bathroom cigars and we (laughs) we thought that we were clever because we turned the fan on and closed the bathroom door and one of us were taking a shower while the other two were sitting on the sink and we were like handing the quote-unquote cigar to to the person in the shower and holding it for them while they smoked it and then we would all take turns with it (laughs) and we got really high i mean we got really there was a lot on life a lot of good high on life yes yes thank you I'm trying and desperately got... to make this explicit podcast safe for kids. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got tons of snacks, and then we just hung out completely. We were stoned. We were stoned out of our minds um, in the hotel. That must have hurt. Yeah. What'd you do? Why? How'd you get that that punishment? No, no honey. Stoned means high of weed. Like. Flowers narrow, outside. Narrow I think we should walk. move on. What's uh, your other? <laughs> oh, okay. And my other one, I can't really talk about because it was a good time with um, with, with with Brian. I don't know who that is. <laughs> your favorite comic strip? Uh, you don't really read comic strips. No. I like, What's your favorite comic strip? I. You know what? I like Dilbert, but I feel like. Uh, the creator had some like really weird things that he said but you know what i separate him from his art i feel like dilbert is funny to me okay just because it's like i don't know i like that there's an evil director of human resources yeah it's a cat it's just goofy i just like it it's funny i don't really care what the creator has to say yeah i don't follow anybody on twitter yeah i don't care sure I was thinking about making a Twitter po- a Twitter for this podcast, but I don't know what we put on it. Just when the episodes are coming out? Yeah, I guess. We have... I know that we're making a podcast and we're, like, talking to people at large, but I don't feel like anything I have to say is important enough for Twitter. Well, 
Is, is that... <laughs> are you supposed to be important for Twitter? I don't know. I feel like if you're saying something, uh, that's just personal personal philosophy. If you're saying something, you should have something, you should have a reason why you're saying it. <laughs> I know that I'm. I know that this is like hypocritical because the, our podcast is not. It's like about nothing. Yeah. There's. It's not about anything. It's just a free write. But you know what? I feel like this is more for us. So yeah. you know, there's a purpose here. We're we're just talking into the ether, and I think it's good. I was more laughing about like <laughs> social media in general is like super not that. I feel like it's ideal. That Twitter and all this stuff would be things that, like, people would really think what they're saying through and, like, really just try to be intentional about what they're saying and post it with all thoughts in consideration. But no, people post impulsively. Not all people, but people post impulsively and... Sometimes just to like get a rise out of other people and yeah, it's really mature. It's no, really mature. I'm aware of what people do on Twitter. I guess my problem is more like with what people should be doing, in my opinion, sure. on Twitter and that's and what I was saying. How I want to act. Sure. I don't know. We could probably make social media accounts for this, and it would increase the SEO or whatever. One day. I yep. don't know if we really are concerned about that but that seems like a, uh, a subject that we can talk about off of a recording because <laughs> i don't think it's super fun to listen to uh, people talk about seo <laughs> okay uh, are you gonna go ahead and cut that out i feel like if i'm losing interest the person listening is probably losing <laughs> interest uh who's someone you want to say thank you to this isn't the end this is a, a prompt that's in this book do I want to say thank you to? Do you have anybody in your life that you really feel like has earned a thank you? My parents. Yeah. They nailed it. Nice. I'm pretty awesome. Any so. other less obvious answers you want to tackle? <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, your parents are are awesome and they're great and yeah. they've done a lot for you and yeah. stuff. I just you know yeah. feel like if you're gonna whatever jerk. <laughs> How about how about you? Since you're so judgmental of the people that I chose, I don't thank people. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay, well then let's move on. Since yeah. apparently I, you I, don't thank people, I do thank people. Uh, I just want that on the record. <laughs> I say thank you to lots of people. Uh huh. Um. Sure. When you talk to people, what songs? What, what's your what's your that's favorite artist? We haven't gone over music interests, and I feel like that's a common thing, right? I like Green Day because we care so much. I like Green Day, and I've been listening to the Mackenzies. Mackenzies. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I like Pink. The other day, Brian and I were talking, and um, what band was it that you were like? You didn't know that they had a new album come out? Oh, yeah, it was Counting Crows. They came out with an album in 2021, and I missed it. Yeah, and I was like, you said they're your favorite band. and Well, they're you, one of them. And, and then I was like, why didn't, how did, you know, I was just teasing him. I was like, you didn't know that they came out with a new thing, but they're your favorite band. And then he's like, well, how about you tell me who your favorite person is? And I was like, Pink. And then he was like, okay, 
when did they come out with theirs? And I was able to tell him the year and tell him where they're, like, who they were singing with, which was their daughter. And I am really, um, I'm just saying that, like, I, I obviously am a bigger fan. Yeah. You conquered that one. You're pretty proud of that. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to get you. I thought that you wouldn't know. I know. Um, but apparently you did. Yeah. Pink is awesome. Uh, If you could choose a famous person's life, whose would it be? I don't know that I would want a famous person's life. Well, that's not what I asked you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Man, that's toughy. Do you have one in mind? Pink. You You would have Pink's life? Yeah. Wouldn't you get exhausted of all of, like, the people interviewing you and, like, trying to get pictures of you with your kid? And I mean, that's just part of being famous. Yeah. But, like, the cool thing about Pink is she's like, I don't give a fuck. And she's really, like, her family is, for comes first and she's really... Um, strong willed cool. and she performs like such cool performances and um, persona that she gives off. Of course, that's persona she gives off. No, I was just. I, I know I can't. Think. I can't. What, what else would you like be based off of? I don't know her personally. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Fight probably, me. <laughs> uh, probably. Oh, I don't know. I I probably take M and M's. Oh. career because here's what i think it would be fun Jeez. everybody that like everybody that disses you you just write a track about that person and destroy their career okay i feel like that would be cool <laughs> you know he held somebody at knife point yeah like they broke into his house and he held them at knife point till the police came i mean he had a rough life That's so yeah i worked with a guy um who was kind of full of shit like he okay. just he just was he had a big mm-hmm. mustache and all that i don't know why the mustache factors in but it seems to me that people with mustaches <laughs> tend to be more full of shit in my experience all right that that's happened but okay. uh he said that he grew up in detroit close to where eminem lived and uh, that eminem actually had a really good life and that he was like a poser and i was like man I don't think you're from Detroit, <laughs> like, to start with. But it was funny. He, that same guy, um, didn't come to work for three days. No call, no show. Uh-huh. And he came back and had claimed that he was passed out. He had slipped in his driveway and was passed out. <laughs> for three days? I don't know. He just said he slipped in his driveway and, like, got knocked out, and that was his excuse. And we were like, for three days? And he was like, no, I, you know, he had some BS story, but he didn't have a head injury or anything. Yeah. He so looked potentially fine. potentially a yeah. pathological liar. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes he would come to work in like a boot, you know, yeah. and sometimes he wouldn't have it huh. like later in the day. He, he like take it off and Sounds he said like he had plantar fasciitis, Damn. Uh, which is possible, but just from, just from <laughs> dealing with him, I could tell that he, he was probably not oh, yeah. being 100% honest. It's the mustache. Look out for the mustache, guys. Have you ever worked with anybody like that? That lied that much? No. That's pretty 
pretty far. It's like the weirdest coworker. I realize you're a nanny, so maybe before that or after that, I guess. Well, parents can be weird, but I don't think I've ever. It's like the weirdest coworker you've had. Um, uh, I, hmm, I don't know. Weirdest coworker I've had. Uh, yeah, no, I've gotten very lucky. I, I have really not too many weird stories. Wow. Yeah. Do you have, like, uh, a coworker that's, like, been really awesome and, like, hooked you up in some way? No. <laughs> uh, one of my bosses that I had when I worked for a cell phone company were just, like, probably one of the best bosses that I've had because they were so patient with me and took my like young mindset and of work and like helped me start to be self-sufficient and really kind of change the trajectory of my like work ethic so wow yeah nice that was pretty badass yeah that is. really helped me with critical thinking and stuff like that man yeah you have a specific story or just, you know? Uh, like, one of the major ones was that I would ask, I would get insecure or anxious and, like, something that I was trained on already, I would ask about to, like, double, triple check that that was what I was supposed to be doing. And I would do that a lot and it became kind of like a habit that I would have. And he kind of stopped me one day and was like, I want you to just take a minute, take a beat. Before you ask me this question, and I want you to think, can you answer this on your own? And if you do mess up, outweigh and think about it. Is this something that I can do and then ask for forgiveness later? Or is this something that we really detrimentally have like a bad backlash if I don't ask? And then yeah. determine if you need to con uh, connect with me or not. That's a really important lesson to learn. Yeah. I feel like there's a temptation when you go into work to just be like, my supervisor can solve any problem, so why wouldn't I rely on that? Right. And he's, yeah, that's really wise. Yeah. To, to save himself and you the trouble. Yep. <laughs> and give you some more independence. And also just like, he, the way he coached me on it, you know? Yeah. Was super good for me because he could have just been like, annoyed and you know just kind of shut me down and stuff but instead he like coached me through it and I just think that that's like a really rare boss to have yeah yeah that's you not know? frequent um usually you get a boss that's like just more willing to just solve it get it done mm -hmm. or tell you that they don't care yeah you know? Until or you figure it figure out, out. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. There was definitely an aggressive way to handle that and a teaching way. And yeah. I feel like that you were you were lucky and you got the teaching way. Yeah. That's awesome. He, his name was Brian, too. Yeah. No, we, we talked about this at the meeting. and um, <laughs> The Brian meeting. Yeah. We're all... Oh, <laughs> that was one of the better Brians. Uh -huh. I'm sad to say I'm in the lower echelons. Oh. Of oh, the group. Geez. Yeah. I like that word, echelon. I don't know that word. It's a fun word. Uh, it doesn't. It's not a word that matters. Oh. Uh, complete the sentence. Okay, go. Okay, I wish I had an alarm that would notify me whenever. Uh, 
Oh God. Whenever there was deals on concert tickets. I can sign you up to a couple of really annoying services if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I felt pressured. What which about... which email would you like me to use? Because I can do that. <laughs> I can what do that for you. you. Um, <clears throat> I wish I had an alarm that would notify me whenever the person behind me. No, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Whenever the person in front of me would pay for my coffee in in line. Nice. So that I can just be like, I can drive through a coffee line. If the person in front of me isn't going to pay for me, I'll just be like, never mind to the person at the window. And then I'll go about my business. And (laughs) then I can just live off of the kindness of strangers. Do you you know it's called pay it forward? Because you're supposed to continue the chain? Why would I want to be a part of a system that I did not help create? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Word. How about that? Yeah, sure. I'm actually really down for paying it forward. I think it's really cool that that can happen in, you know, it's like a nice surprise and a nice way to brighten someone else's day. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not some cruel, greedy person? Not to your knowledge. (laughs) Um, I feel like that was important to reiterate. Yeah. Should we see another... Yeah. Uh, tell me about something you made by hand. Made by hand. I've made a lot of things by hand. What are you pointing at? The tapestry. Oh, I made an art piece. Well, I made I made a tapestry, but and I've made another tapestry for my friend. Um, and but I was actually thinking more like. I've made Halloween decorations, and those were pretty cool. Um, and they were like centerpieces for table, and um, I made a Halloween wreath and a Christmas wreath. Am I saying that right? I always... It's, wreath? Yeah, you're saying that wreath. right. Um, and I really like making decorations by hand, so... Like, we made these kitty shelves that are just, like, really high up for our cats. And I repurposed this wood that was part of our old couch so that we could make them shelves with it. And that I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, I really like, I like getting crafty. I think the thing about craftiness is that, like, I have a lot of ideas, and then if I get started on it, then I am absolutely going to com- accomplish it. But, like, it's it's just getting started. Getting, getting started is the only problem? <clears throat> I know, that's very funny, but yes. No, I, I was smiling because I know of a, uh, a crocheted scarf that, has, that will be immortal, immortally un- <laughs> unfinished. Um, it's been started. Oh, it's been started and continued a couple times, but it's still. It's because I don't know how to like, I don't know how to do it. That's the classic thing though. I I feel like people are like, you know, they make a dish towel and then that keeps going and turns into a scarf and then that keeps going. It's turned into a. After I'm finished with that crochet piece, I'm never crocheting again until I'm like an old person. 
so yeah no i crocheting can be fun though it's my i only crocheted because of my grand my great grandma though like mm-hmm. that was the only reason i had even did it something to do together yeah yeah she like taught me how to do it because i saw her do it once and i was like can i learn and she was like yeah in the end that was it but you're right it's just sticks it's just in there maybe i'll make it into a blanket for my future kid yeah I don't mean to mock your unfinished projects. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't jerk. mean to be mean. But, you know. Rude. You just said, all I have to do is start it and then I'll finish it. You well, know, the thing just, is, I, is get like, over the I started that when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. And then it got lost in the ether yeah. for a long time. So no. I haven't started as an adult. I, I get it. I get it. I just thought there fight was. Fight me. I thought there was humor in it. I'm gonna fight you. All right. We're gonna pause the recording so we can fight. Yeah. <laughs> And we're back. <gasps> I'm dying. I, I won. Uh, oh my it God. probably wasn't a super fair fight. <laughs> um, because when it started, I kicked you in the shin. And you spent the rest of the fight in a losing position. <laughs> Should we do another one of these? Sure. I realize this is not like exactly stream of consciousness. Because we're working out of a prompt book. So We are failing. We, but we were, <laughs> we were sick. Yeah. So. We're getting over the Zika virus. <laughs> Relax. The the Kadoodle virus. Um, what is strength? I like Kadoodle virus to you. better. Um, what is strength? Like when you look at somebody and they're doing something and you're like, that person is really strong. What is that person doing? I think there's different kinds of strength. Okay. There's physical strength. There's mental strength. If you had to pick one, one, uh, like one definition of strength as the best, that's not fair, but okay. Um, mental strength. Okay. Why is that? Um, because I think the physical strength is something that can be um, built. Over time, sometimes you have it naturally. And I mean, yeah, with mental strength, you have it naturally sometimes too. But with mental strength, it's something that almost has extra layers to it. Like, it can cause you to feel like you're... um, Like, if you're having a bad day, physical strength is still probably going to be around because it's physical... But if you're having a bad day mentally, then it's going to be harder to stay mentally strong. Okay. So because your mind can do so much, can convince your body to do so much, you're saying that mental strength is going to help you. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cool. So uh, I, let's say there's somebody in a coma. Okay. Mentally strong, super mentally strong. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're in a coma. Mm-hmm. Is that a better quality of life than somebody who is maybe a little more mentally weak, but they're freaking jacked? Like, you know, they work. But they're on... in a coma too. I don't no, understand no, why you're. They're not in a coma. Why are you referencing the coma? Then? I'm just saying that you know, the where does that come the in? The mental strength kind of needs some physical strength to have any use, right? Um. 
because you could be in a coma and be the me- most mentally strong person. I realize this isn't what you were saying. I'm just, yeah. how far can you take that? Yeah. Um, I think that what if the mentally strong person that's in a coma is what's keeping them alive? Are you asking what's keeping them alive? No. Like, oh. them being mentally strong is keeping them alive. Let's say that's true. Is that better than being physically strong but not mentally? Sure. I don't actually know. Okay. <laughs> I was just super confused because I would rather not be in a coma and be super strong and mentally weak. But <clears throat> if it's preferable to be in a coma but be mentally strong to you, then then that's that's weird. I think that you're confusing me and... Um... I I don't mean to be confusing. Here was my question. I got question. the Zeke's virus, Brian. That's, you're thinking of the pizza place. <laughs> you're thinking of the pizza place a couple blocks away. <laughs> the Zeke's virus is something you get when you really want to order out. <laughs> I was I was just I was asking you a stupid question, so I, I guess the fault is mine. But it I was just saying, how far can you take the mental strength thing? You know, I realize you weren't saying that it's all that matters. Give me this book. But terrible at picking questions. I'm okay. Let's see how you do. Yeah, you're flipping through that thing. You're gonna find the magic question that's gonna kick off our podcast for the next half hour. <laughs> and uh, here it is. Have you ever snooped in a friend or part partner's house? Not to their knowledge. Nope, but that's the point. <laughs> no, I have never done that. You've never snooped. That is a really weird question. In a person's house. Have you ever snooped in a person's house? Oh, oh no. But, like, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, as a nanny. Yeah. You, like, kind of have to, like, check. You have to, like, find things for the kids and stuff. Okay, but that's not snooping. That's got a utility to it. Yeah. Have you ever done it just to, and I want you to answer this honestly. <laughs> Have you ever snooped around in somebody's home just out of curiosity to see what something is? No, I guess not. Okay, that's good. That's You had a face like... I was thinking. I wanted to be honest. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, was that the magic question? Cause, no. Okay. No. <laughs> She's still looking for it. Still <laughs> looking for it. Um... <laughs> Do you like me to, to sing a song or something? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> the Jeopardy theme? Oh, wait. Hold on. Do you like horror stories? What is the best one you have heard? Do I? Yeah, I like horror stories. All right, talk I, to the audience. I'll just insert some music here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh. If you had to do it all over again, how would you reinvent your life? I wouldn't. I'm very happy with the way that my life is. I'm very content. I, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously there's things that I want. I'm not saying I have no ambition, but what I am saying is that I'm very grateful for the things I have. And, uh, I'm in a good spot that I'm happy with. Um, okay, hold on. Right about the time... That you said no to a child. That I said no to a child. Yeah. Hmm. That you have to do that a lot. 
when you're watching kids, I feel like you have to you have to yeah. But like, what's resist your most the urge to say no to things? What's your like most um, dramatic time that you had to mm. say no to a kid? And I will tell my story once you're. You know, any time I say no when a kid is like, "Do you want to play with me?" You know, like our niece and nephew, mm-hmm. and I'm like hanging out with people, or mm-hmm. I'm watching TV or something. Not that I watch TV and ignore kids a lot. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, let's say I'm doing something, and they're like, you know, "Hey, do you want to come play with me?" And I say no because I'm gonna tell. This is going to be controversial, but playing with kids sometimes hurts my soul. Ah, really? <laughs> no, it's just that there's lots of, like, it's very rule-heavy, and it's very, like, uh, it's very, like, stressful sometimes, you know? Do you ever get that? Do you ever get playing with a kid, and you're just like, I just, it takes a lot of energy, and I just can't right now? I'm not saying this happens all the time. No. I'm just Mm. saying that, you know, like a lot of times it just takes a lot of energy that I simply don't have. Uh Uh-huh. And this is part of, you know, I don't know. We don't have kids. It's good that we don't have kids, I guess. Yeah. If I'm at that point. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like if it was something I was used to mitigating, it's okay to say no. A kid can use their own imagination and play by themselves. Sure. So, you know, I feel like. I'm not super worried about that. That's that's my hot take. Wow. So you don't have any specific ones in mind. I don't, but like I said, you know, it's always really dramatic when you say no to playing with a kid. Cause All right. Um, I recently was <coughs> over at my friend's house where I watched their kid, and I... Ever since they were, so they're like almost four, and ever since they were born, that my friend has used a laptop as their way of plugging into like Netflix and all that stuff. <clears throat> and I recently brought over my fire stick because we no longer were using it here. And when I went to switch it with the kid, I said, oh, we're going to switch the TV so that we have a fire mm. stick. Right, right. I remember this now. Um, he flipped out and went through the grieving stages. So he, like, first legitimately was, like, in denial that I was going to be doing such things and kept telling me, no, that's not going to happen. And then once he got past that point and realized I was going to do it, he then freaked out and started to get so angry at me that he said he's going to he's going to throw away the fire stick. You know, he was going to burn the fire stick. He was <laughs> he was going to burn the fire stick and he was going to burn me because <laughs> he was so angry that I was changing it over to a fire stick and he was using a laptop before to watch movies right yes and now he's he didn't like the fire stick is he okay with it now did he get used to it he did okay it was after it was like you know it took and then of course he cried and he freaked out anyways um he's okay he's definitely okay now but that's just like how it is with toddlers sometimes like if you change something drastic in their life it seems so minor to us but to a kid it's like their whole world is being altered yeah. in that moment. 
yeah, so, um, that is probably the most dramatic thing that a kid has done from me saying no. Yeah, well, that's pretty extreme. He said he was going to break you. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. He didn't say he was going to burn me. He said, I'm going to break the fire stick. <laughs> I will burn you. And I will break you. I feel like if the threat were more specific, it would be a little bit more terrifying. Sure. Like if he said, I'm going to burn you with a soldering iron. Yeah, no. That would be a little... He didn't have details. He just was angry, and that seemed like some threatening thing that he could say. And that he was going to break To get you. His, point, his point across, yeah. yeah. Was he like... He was like Dolph Lundgren. I don't... In, in that Rambo movie. I must break you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he said. He was really upset. Um, apparently that just recently happened again with his mom, but with the front of the fridge. The front of the fridge? Did she replace the door or <laughs> no, something? No, she was cleaning it. It was, you know, it had like tons of like magnetic letters on it. It had tons of like... You know, Christmas cards and letters and oh. everything was completely just filled and to corner to corner with tons of stuff. And mom decided one day it's just cleaning the whole house. And she went to clean the front of the fridge and he just freaked out. He's like, no, I like it dirty. I want it dirty. <laughs> That's, wow. <laughs> and then though, after she's like, No, I'm 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 gonna do this, after she was finished, it was like twenty minutes later, he goes, Mommy, I like the front of the fridge. It looks so nice and clean. <laughs> wow. So do you think he's just responding to like uh do you think the core of that is and I and I know you're not a child psychologist. <laughs> no. You made it very clear. Yeah. Neither one of us is accredited. Can you be accredited as a... That's, this is beside the point. Okay, anyways, question. Uh, do you think it's like him trying to... Because nobody asked him about the fridge or nobody asked him about the fire stick, do you think he's trying to like take some control where he can? Yeah. Or do you think it's something different? Like it's actually his attachment to the thing and he doesn't like things in his surroundings shifting or... I think it's a combo, you know? It's the fact that you didn't ask him. And that that is something that he feels like he has some belonging to him, you know? Like, the fridge is a community space to him. Therefore, he should have a say in what happens to the fridge. Same thing with the TV, I'm sure. Yeah. He's like, I watch a lot of TV. Right. Well, he, I don't know if he does or not. You're messing with my TV. (laughs) Like, and so not asking him and just making that decision yeah absolutely i think i guess i'd be a little upset if somebody upgraded my phone for me picked out a new phone and said here you go this one's better you're gonna you know right be like well i like my phone yeah I you didn't ask i'm gonna you break didn't... you why yeah. are you changing yeah. out my phone <laughs> exactly. i'm gonna break your face <laughs> i think that if people if people looked at kids and sometimes you know like like that situation with both of those situations it was what it was so you had to go through the process um but and that's why it's so good to like prep kids early in advance if you can that you're going to change something because it allows them to get used to the idea before the situation physically changes because kids under five don't have really as much abstract thought process and so the idea of it it, it it's like a baby step if you can like help them 
think of the idea, prep them for the idea, then their minds are more settled into that idea so that when the physical world changes, they're a little more prepped and it feels more like their idea because you've had a discussion with them before. So, but anyways, what I was going to say is like, I feel like kids, if people did that more often where they said like, um, where they said, what would I want if I, if this, if I was in their shoes, like would I want to be involved in the decision? Would I want to be, um, or would I want to be told what to do or like, would I want options in this situation? You know, like, I think that people would have a lot better time getting along with their toddlers if they just thought a little more like that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, they can't have a say in everything that happens. No. It's not like, you know, it's just not feasible. But to, you can you can make them feel can, like they are. You can, well, yeah, and I mean, I guess my, my question would be if you think that a certain degree of um, surprise to, to a small amount is actually good for a kid. To, oh, sure. to have something change without their say is like helping prepare them in some way for life after the home, you know. To a certain extent, I'm yes. not saying change up their room every day while they're at school, but <laughs> yeah. like, you know, obviously give them a personal space where they get um, a lot autonomy. of control. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, how much lack of control do, would you say is good for a kid? I think that you and I have had this discussion slightly before. Um, my opinion and my experience with kids is that in a weak setting majority of the things that happen in their life are out of their control and are kind of they're just having to go with the flow so if you think about it in that way then as much as you can allow them to have a choice is probably still not going to outweigh just the general choices that are made for them throughout the day yeah, but there are some things that we care about having a say in and some things that we don't. And those are going to be the same uh, for a kid, I would guess. So mm-hmm. Kids are a little more petty about things. Yeah, but there's still things that they're like, fine, you decide, um, you know, I don't really I don't really care. That's a lot of effort to decide. Uh, mm. And things that they don't know about, you know. Sure, I mean, I'm not going to go involving them on purpose on things that, like, they wouldn't have even known about in the first place. They don't want to help you do your taxes, is what I'm saying. Sure, yeah. But what, like, uh, so I I understand that, you know, um, giving them certain decisions, uh, you're saying do it as as often as possible because it's still not going to outweigh all of the decisions they can't make. Yeah. But what I'm saying is maybe... uh, but that being said, it's not like, it's not like you're going to go and, um, I, I guess I mean that in a less dramatic way than you're probably taking it because like, let's for example, say that, um, I have a bedtime routine for the kid and like, that's something that we've had for a long time, but today my friend wanted me to come over with my kid and we were going to play there pretty late until the night and it's not going to be normal bedtime for the kid in that moment he's going to have to just go with the flow with what's going on and we're not going to be able to just go home and go to sleep if he wants to go to sleep he can sleep on the couch or something like that 
like that those are the times that I think that kids learn to just kind of like go with the flow um, and everything. But I think having too much of chaos like that is not good for kids like structure and trust and security in like in their home base. Because I had a lot of traveling everywhere when I was a kid and our schools were different we moved a lot and we like I had I slept wherever we went and there was some benefit to some of that because I feel like I can handle change pretty well um but I had to learn what else was going to be my security because physical stuff could not be my security. Um, You don't think that's a good lesson to learn? I think that there, like I said, I think it's balance. I just, which who can ever balance? I mean, life happens and I think it just depends on the person, depends on your, your life, your culture, everything. I think what your main point was, was um, giving them the idea that they have some control yeah. within a structure that you've set up for them. Is that Yeah. Right? So like... Yeah, they're using, not running the show. Using the same metaphor you did, uh, or example you did, um, the bedtime routine, mm-hmm. uh, letting them pick their pajamas mm-hmm. and not letting them pick the bedtime mm-hmm. yeah. is, is the difference. Yeah. Okay, I think I can get behind that. I, I don't... I, we don't have kids, so obviously like... <laughs> We're talking out our ass right now. But I'm not totally talking out you're, my butt. Yeah, you t- you've taken care of a lot of different kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yes, it's different, but uh, there's a lot that you pick up. And you've actually done a fair amount of reading and research into childhood development. Yes. And you went to school for it, I'm pretty sure, right? You took classes. Well, yeah, I didn't actually <laughs> graduate with a degree, but I did take a quarter or two of, like, studying it. Yes. I mean, you don't need me to tell you your qualifications, but what I'm saying is that I'm going to defer to your judgment on a lot of things because one of us has a lot more experience. I will just ask questions about it and play devil's advocate because I'm a jerk. <laughs> so <laughs> Are you? That's the kind of person that I am. I don't think you're a jerk. That's not true. I have uh, one last question for you. Okay. Um, to finish out the podcast. Uh-huh. Since we're reaching about an hour. Yeah. Uh, who is are you ready for this who is the person that wrote our intro song oh fuck. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i, I told know. you last week uh, and you forgot think, last week too. i think i i think i put a, i think i had it on on my notes do you remember the names of the music that we use um no okay here's the thing it's so funny i tell you i tell you this over and over again here's the thing you know i like (laughs) you just you you should tell me at the beginning like yeah i think it's actually fun to blindside you with like bs man okay steve combs steve combs yeah and the titles uh a new rock which is the intro and outro of our podcast thanks steve combs a loop to kill for is the music that i will be using whenever there's like a break or whenever i feel like you know we took a pause yeah think about something yeah shoo the cats away from something they shouldn't be getting into yeah 
which our cats are totally about to like. We've been being bullied by our cat this entire time of us doing this podcast because he he's, wants to be fed. He's hungry. Luckily, he's not meowing. No, yeah. We got one meow out of them, but yeah, he's yeah, we've very... been being picked on. For and sure. I'd like to apologize again for the coughs. Um, yeah, those are pretty loud. Yeah, I'm going to try to like, I don't know. I don't think there's a, you'll just have to put up with it. Nobody's <laughs> listening at this it. point. Nobody's listening at this point anyway, but if they are, please continue. I know, we I totally, we totally had like a way better conversation by the end of that. But uh, 30 minutes in, there was nothing. So that should be. Yeah, this is a good episode though. Do you know what episode we're on? How many episodes we've put out so far? See, that's not fair because I don't post that. No, it's okay. I was just curious. Five. There's no. Well, you're pretty close. This is episode six. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we're well on our way to episode 100. They're, we're putting them out every two weeks now. <laughs> if this picks up, then we'll be coming out every week. You know, if yeah. it picks up, which I don't even care if it doesn't. I honestly just like talking to you and having an hour Aww. where we talk about whatever comes into our heads. Aww. I think it's good for us. I love you. I love you, too. That's sweet. Right, let's stop being gross. thanks uh, for listening if you want to contact us have any questions have any topics you want us to talk about please email us at freewrite brian sienna at gmail.com freewrite brian sienna that's b-r-i-a-n s-i-e-n-a freewrite brian sienna yep Mm gmail.com goodbye goodbye